Hello everyone, Krista and Hannah here with a brief message before we start the episode. We are on the third season of Keys to Music Learning and we have loved every second. Talking about audiation-based piano instruction is a passion of ours, if you couldn't tell, and we thank you for listening and keeping us going. We recently launched the Keys to Music Learning community. Similar to Patreon, this is a way to support the podcast and access bonuses, such as opportunities to attend podcast recordings and monthly meetings so you can pick our brains with your questions, share your successes, and connect with other teachers. Become a silent partner for only $3 a month or, to access the bonuses, a friend of the podcast for $5 a month. Join today at musiclearningacademy.com slash keys to music learning community. The link will be in our show notes. Thank you all for listening and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Keys to Music Learning. I'm Christy Gaudro of Music Learning Academy. And I'm Hannah Mayo of Hannah Mayo Music. Join us as we discuss common goals and challenges in the piano studio and offer research-based ideas and solutions to guide every one of your students to reach their full musical potential with audiation. Welcome to the third episode in our series on teaching beginners. I am so excited about these next four episodes as Krista and I discuss and demonstrate audiation activities you can do with beginner piano students of all ages. While we will be using activities from Marilyn Lowe's Keyboard Games, part of the Music Moves for Piano series, it's important to remember these activities are supported by Edwin Gordon's Music Learning Theory. The activities and concepts are ones that you can start to include in your studio right away to get your students audiating. Today, I'm going to be talking about activity time. Activity time is a part of the piano lesson or class focusing on singing, chanting, moving, and patterns. And before we really get into it, I want to let you know that there is a download on the show notes with the activities discussed today, including tonal and rhythm pattern examples and movement ideas. So be sure to visit musiclearningacademy.com slash keys to music learning to access this resource. Also, stay tuned because at the end of the episode, there will be a special offer for the Keyboard Games Comprehensive Course. Let's dive right into a clip of Keyboard Games Activity Time, and then I'll break down exactly what I brought the student through. Let's move like leaves in a gentle breeze. Leaves, maybe the breeze is a little bit stronger now. Ba-da-dum-bum, 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 
let's pulse our hands to the micro beat way up high by our head and our shoulders. Ba 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 Repeat after me. Ba 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 ba. Let's pulse the micro beats low this time by our knees and our hips. Ba 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 Let's do a dance for two hands. Bum bum ba dum bum. Bum bum ba dum bum. Bum 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 ba dum bum. Bum bum ba dum bum. Bum bum ba dum bum. Bum 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 ba dum ba dum bum 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 ba dum. Bum. Bum. I'm going to put a pretend rubber band around your hands this time. Now let's try to do a dance for our hands. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. Bum, 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 ba, dum, bum, 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 ba, dum, bum. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. Bum, 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 ba, dum, ba, dum, bum, 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 ba, dum. We're going to put a tiny imaginary person on our hands and we're going to give it a ride around the room. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum bum. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum bum. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum bum. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum So that was one activity time of two that I usually do with students in keyboard games. These are important times of acculturation to tonalities, meters, singing, chanting, patterns, and different types of movement. So let's break this down a little. Let's start with the songs and chants. We sing songs in different tonalities and meters and perform chants in a variety of meters during this time. This brings me back to my early MLT days as I was listening. After Gordon convinced me that I should be singing to young children, oh gosh, you should have seen me trying to hit that raised fourth scale degree just right in Lydian song. 
um, the Astro or trying to accurately hit a lowered second scale degree in one of my favorite Gordon songs, Daydreams, in Locrian tonality. Huh. My ears were not used to that, and I had to work at learning those songs and then getting comfortable singing them while moving all around the room with young children, and I'm still working on that. (laughs) And it's definitely not something that I encountered before music learning theory, but it makes so much sense. We know what something is by what it is not. When our students are exposed to a variety of tonalities, they will develop a deeper understanding of major and minor because they can make comparisons. When they are exposed to a variety of meters, they will develop a deeper understanding of duple and triple because they can make comparisons. In that five-minute activity time, Lucy was exposed to minor, Dorian, and Mixolydian tonalities, and triple, duple, and uneven meters. Think about the comparisons being made and the understanding that is developed. And it's not only through listening, because after a few lessons repeating the same songs, students often start to sing or chant along. Throughout keyboard games books A and B, they develop a repertoire of songs and chants and a variety of tonalities and meters. And often after a year and a half or two years of keyboard games lessons for the young students, they're vocally improvising in major and minor and sometimes in tonalities other than major and minor. I couldn't do this as an undergraduate music education major, and I have had six-year-old students vocally improvise in Mixolydian with me as easily as they could hold a conversation. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, my favorite is when they get to a point where they start singing songs subconsciously as they're putting their shoes on to leave. Or the day that you leave the silence at the end of a song in anticipation of the resting tone and they sing it all on their own, nice and strong for the first time. Those are some of the most lovely moments and they really can do it. They absolutely can. And I think it's important for us as teachers to remember that they can do it and not to think that some of these things are too hard for them. So in this clip, you heard another important part of activity time, the foundation of music learning theory, patterns. Lucy echoed tonal patterns with the minor song and rhythm patterns with the triple chant. Patterns are the words of music. And when students listen to or echo them, it brings understanding to the music they're hearing, performing, or improvising. With informal guidance, responses to tonal and rhythm patterns are encouraged, but not expected. Often students will feel comfortable echoing patterns within a few weeks of lessons, but not always. Some young students listen for quite a while before echoing, and it's important to remember that they are still learning, and with a supportive environment, they'll echo when they're ready. Tonally, we provide students with tonic and dominant patterns with a neutral syllable, bum, in major and minor tonalities. Bum, bum, bum would be a major tonic. Bum, 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 bum would be a major dominant. Bum, bum, bum would be a major tonic. We sing the patterns within a whole part whole approach, singing a song in major tonality, the whole, singing major tonic and dominant patterns, the part, and then back to our song in major tonality, back to the whole with more understanding. That 
that was Down Came a Lady, a folk song found in keyboard games with tonal patterns between the two holes, tonic and dominant major tonal patterns. Rhythmically, we provide students with duple and triple patterns in a variety of functions that we'll describe in more detail in future episodes, but here's just a quick overview. Why don't you repeat me as you listen to really get a feel for these different functions? We have macro microbeat patterns, and I'll do these in duple meter. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. With rhythm syllables, that would be do, day, do, do, day, do. Do, day, do, day, do, day, do. Next, we have division patterns. Repeat after me. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. With rhythm syllables. Do to data do, do to data do. Do to day, do day, do to day do. And then division elongation. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Do day, do day, do ta do. Do ta ta do day, do ta ta do. Now remember, this is informal guidance, so students aren't going to be required or expected to know these functions just yet. That's going to start in book one, where they'll start labeling macro microbeat patterns, division, division elongation, and eventually they'll start labeling elongation, rest, tie, upbeat, and so on. Like our tonal patterns, we sandwich our rhythm patterns between two holes. That was Happy Hippos, a chant found in keyboard games with rhythm patterns between the two holes. Now, one really important thing that I do want to mention about rhythm patterns is to remember that children can do and should do the patterns with divisions and division elongations with a neutral syllable. Macro microbeat patterns are important, of course, but in all honesty, they can get a little boring and young students can audiate and perform patterns that we might think are too hard for them. Whenever I echo rhythm patterns with young children, I start easy with patterns I know they will get right, and sometimes those are division patterns, then I push. Sometimes, depending on the students, I throw a really hard one in there just to see. Then I always end on a few I know they will echo with success. Yes, with a neutral syllable especially, many kids can chant all sorts of pattern functions. And if they can't, that's okay too. Many of my six and seven-year-olds 
Some five, but mostly six and seven year old students love playing a game called Macro Micro or No, where I chant all kinds of rhythm patterns. And if they hear a pattern with only macro beats and micro beats, they say duple macro micro or triple macro micro. And for anything else, they say no. And this is a play on a learning sequence activity that comes later during formal guidance, but we play it as an informal game because it gives them the opportunity to hear a large variety of patterns, and it makes them really listen and think. And if they get it wrong, I don't correct them because it's informal guidance, and I'm not really concerned if they get it right or not. And what great preparation that is for formal instruction as well. Finally, although we are a podcast and you can't actually see what we are doing, the last part is important, so I have to mention it. That is movement. You simply cannot have an audiation-based piano lesson without movement. Movement is necessary for developing the ability to audiate, and it's fundamental for learning rhythm, phrasing, and musical expression. It also improves coordination and balance. It fosters relaxation, aids in releasing tension and feeling weight, which are all necessary to play the piano comfortably and musically. You may have noticed that the movements I asked Lucy to do in the clip weren't specific movements that corresponded directly with the music, such as marching to the beach or clapping an ostinato or doing something specific with her body during the rests. I engaged her in movement that gave her opportunities to coordinate her body with Rudolf von Laban's four movement efforts, flow, weight, space, and time. This warrants a whole episode in the future, but for now, I want you to move in the following ways to feel the continuum of the efforts. I'll sing keyboard games Astro, a Lydian song, to accompany these movements. First, flow, uninterrupted movement that can be free to bound. Pretend you are stirring a giant pot of liquid, and it's easy to stir. You can move your arms very freely. Bum, 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 ba-da. Now, pretend the cauldron is filled with a thick batter. It's much harder to stir, causing bound movement. Next, we have weight, gentle to strong. Place a feather on your hand, and I want you to move it around your body, giving this feather a very gentle ride through the air. Now, place a brick on your hand, making it a little harder to be gentle. You have to be strong now. Now, space. I want you to be a seed on the ground, occupying very little area with your closed shape. As I sing, I want you to grow into a tall tree, opening your branches with a more open shape. <laughs> 
Finally, time. Slow to quick. Move your whole upper body with sustained, slow flow. Remember, uninterrupted movement. Now move your whole upper body with quick flow. Notice these movements have a freedom to them. I'm not telling you exactly how to move. I'm giving you an opportunity to express yourself with your movement and also to feel different musical elements in the same song in different ways. It's important during informal guidance that we give opportunities for students to coordinate their own movement and breath, not prescribe movements to how we think they should move to music. So how do we put an activity time together? If you're using keyboard games, there is an outline for a lesson plan that includes four or five songs and chants of varying tonalities and meters. The lesson that I did with Lucy in the clip is from the lesson plan in keyboard games. I used Leaves Are Falling, a harmonic minor song, Gone Fishing, a triple chant, Mixed Breed, a Dorian song, and Scotty, one of my favorites, a Mixolydian song. I suggest when you sing a major or minor song that you include a few tonal patterns of the same tonality, and when you chant a duple or triple chant, you include a few rhythm patterns of the same meter. If you don't feel comfortable singing in all these different tonalities yet, that's okay. Choose one other tonality other than major and minor and use that. Then, as you feel comfortable, you can add more. If you don't have the Keyboard Games Teacher's Guide or the books yet, you can create your own activity time for your students with familiar tunes. You can use London Bridge, then maybe sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat in minor. And then you can sing Drunken Sailor, without words, of course. <laughs> that would give you major, minor, Dorian, and also duple and triple meters. Lots of contrast with tunes that you already know. And if you think you don't know a chant, just take a familiar song and take out the pitch. Row, Row, Row Your Boat can become so that concludes our introduction to activity time don't forget to visit the show notes to download the activity time resource complete with movement ideas and patterns you can use in your lessons also for the duration of our informal guidance practical application episodes use the coupon code informal guidance for $50 off the keyboard games comprehensive course at musiclearningacademy.com. This course was designed to cover everything you need to know about keyboard games and includes engaging discussions, lots of activity modeling, and hours of demo videos with children. This code will expire on April 21st. If you are getting more serious about teaching piano with an audiation-based approach and you've decided to use keyboard games from Music Moves for Piano to guide yourself and your students through informal guidance, I highly recommend that you consider investing in the Keyboard Games course at musiclearningacademy.com. 
It's a wonderful, comprehensive course, and everyone I've talked to about this course raves about how much it has helped them. So thank you, Krista, for creating that course. Thank you, Hannah. (laughs) And for all of the activities that you shared today. Thanks so much, everyone, and we'll see you soon.